0: Yo, guys, what is up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Cale Nguyen, and today we're talking about that all-important customer service. This is huge, and I'm going to throw out an example to start about a little bit of some of my past. Uh, When I was from age 15 to even I was 17 years old, I worked at a grocery store, and that grocery store is Wegmans. Now, Wegmans is kind of known for their customer service. They make that their priority. They make sure that um, that is like their number one thing that they talk about and obsess about all the time. They like to say that the way that they have the best customer service is by treating their employees the best. Debatable, I would say my employees get treated better than employees at Wegmans. That being said, it's a larger business. They can't really They can't really control things the same way that I can because I'm in the business all the time and I really see what's going on. That being said, that's that's one of the reasons that people go to Wegmans. And if you've ever shopped at a Wegmans grocery store before, you know the prices are significantly more than, let's say, Aldi. Um, now, Aldi, yes, you could argue that it's like a lower end, but why is it lower end? Because of the customer service. Like, that's basically it. Is the product a little bit better at Wegmans? Yes, the produce is better. Are the chips on the shelf the same exact thing as the chips on the shelf at Aldi? Not quite their name brand at Wegmans, they're not at Aldi, but in general people are willing to pay for that name brand and customer service. That's what they're that's what they're looking for. And I learned through my experiences, I learned customer service first. When I was working at that grocery store and people would come through and treat me like garbage. Uh, and I'm like, dude, I'm getting paid like fifteen like less than fifteen dollars an hour. I think when I left don't quote me on this. I definitely wasn't making sixteen an hour. I think maybe fourteen fifty. Maybe it was fifteen fifty. I'd have to go back and check. It's been a while, guys. It's been a, it's been a hot second since I've been over there. But uh, it was honestly right at the end that I got a lot of bonuses and a lot of um, raises and stuff like that because I'd stuck around for a long time and I qualified for all of them because I reached all my you know my performance whatever things that so I got my extra twenty five cents an hour, um, which was super exciting for me at the time. Um, A little bit of a penny pincher there. And that's how I got the money to actually, to buy the equipment and and really start this thing and kick it off in a big way is, is I made probably $15,000 working at that grocery store. Um, even more than that. I mean, it might even like 20,000. So it was, it was a good chunk of change that I made, made working there. So yeah, I mean, just being, um, being smart with the way that you do customer service. And I learned from that, that, um, It it is important and getting back to people as quickly as possible, uh, being polite in the way that you speak with them, uh, correcting your mistakes as quickly as possible. Now, it's a lot easier to do when you're disconnected, when you're working at a store like Wegmans and you don't care if Wegmans loses money. You just would rather the, the uh, uh, customer be happy with you. Now it works a little bit differently in lawn care because there are people who are extremely irritating and complain about things every single day and it's just a mess and you just don't like these people and, and they call you every day and, and it's really hard for you to pick up the phone and go, hey, how's it going? When you know that you're losing money on them because they're being a pain and they want this fixed and this is broken and that little thing and this little thing um, and things happen. You do need to own up to your mistakes which is really difficult. Uh, very recently we had somebody smash a fence, and it's a very expensive fence. And it's like, what am I going to do? I'm going to just take it out of his paycheck. And so I just let him know, you know, this is the last time, like he smashed something once before, but it was a little bit of my fault. But at the same time, maybe it was a little bit of my fault for like letting him use a tool. So I have to take my, you know, responsibility for that. And I said, you know, next time you're paying for it. Um, so you just need to be really careful with that. And I know that when you uh, are interacting with your clients on a regular basis, it becomes a little bit more emotional. And when it becomes like this emotional attachment thing, that's when you can really get set off by customers that and clients that are just a royal pain and you're gonna have clients who are like that. Your goal is just to get to the point where you can fill the roster enough that you can drop off the people that you don't like interacting with. Now, if you have clients that you love and they work, we work great together and your guy smashes the fence, you have to own up to that. Now, if it's like every week something's broken at their property, every week it's something new, every week they have to call you for 30 minutes and tell you about something, then maybe maybe it's the play, you know, the play is to um, not um, not keep them on as a client because you just need to do the numbers and say, are we making money on them? Yes or no? Are we making, are we not? And if you say, well, no, we're not making money on it, is Is it because of mistakes that we've made or is it the kind of person that they are if it's just the kind of person that they are, say, look, um, hey, you know, stuff's going on. We got to increase our price a little bit. Here's your price. And just make give them a, a price that would justify and be profitable for you to continue doing your property. If for some reason they stop giving you issues and, and it stops being painful for them. Uh, for you to service their property, you think, right, you're making great profits. Um, but until then, you just have to break even and, and be non-emotional about it. And we just have to make sure that we're filling our client rosters enough that we have that choice as well. And then just make sure that when you have those good clients, that you're treating them really well, you're being really polite, you're thanking them for you know choosing you, your company, and that kind of stuff. Just basic stuff that you just need to keep in mind Um I don't think there's, it's just like, it gets really, really difficult. And my family can tell, they can tell anyone that the number one complaint is clients this and clients that and still being able to be polite to them. Um, I, I am not a doormat. You definitely are not gonna walk all over me. Um, you definitely can't have an emotional conversation with me because I'm like, uh, listen, you're getting charged like basically per, per the minute, I gotta go. Like, I, I'm sorry, I know you're having this emotional breakdown, but I gotta go. And so I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not here to be your buddy, buddy. I'm here to make your property look good. If it doesn't look good, you tell me, am I going to be a little bit frustrated when you're like, Hey, come back and do this again? Yeah, probably because I'm losing money on it. Uh, yesterday I had to go out and somebody was like, Oh, this job doesn't look good. And I tried to fix some stuff up and there's just dog poop everywhere. And I was like, Oh, this is so disgusting. So I tried to fix it up best I could, was not going to touch the dog poop though. And you know, just left. And if they call me like, uh, it doesn't look good enough. I'll be like, Oh, there's dog poop everywhere. So, you know, there's just things that you have to deal with. And I could really vent and be frustrated with my, my with my clients. And and it's definitely an adjustment, something you need to get used to. But at the same time, you also need to have the strength to say no thank you and to say um, we're done servicing your property. Have a great, you know, rest of your life and whatever. Hope you, you have a great day and uh, hope you can find somebody else. You just need to sometimes move on. Um, and you honestly should not have a problem giving good customer service, getting back to them right away, being polite, unless they're the kind of clients that absolutely drain everything out of you. And if they are draining everything out of you, then you should probably just be dropping them. It's not worth it. Even if you're like, oh, well, the job is so profitable, but they're a pain. If you really need the money, you just got to do what you got to do. Stop complaining about it. But if you don't need the money, then drop them. Um, and so it's, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite on that, on that front where I just need to drop some people and I just, uh, I just need to. Stop complaining when it's clients that are good, dependable, loyal, and I shouldn't expect my clients uh, to allow me to you know, run over their flower, their prize flower, and then uh, not come back and fix it or smash their gate and, and not come back and fix it. So stuff happens. Um, make sure that your guys are accountable for what they do and are telling you what is going on. Just say, look, guys, am I going to be frustrated when you break stuff? Yes. Would I rather you tell me than not tell me? Uh, yes, because I'm gonna need a phone call and they're gonna be even more mad and I'm gonna be so much more mad at you that you didn't tell me. So just make sure that you're laying that out as well with your employees. Make sure that they're treating the employees well and aren't being rude. I talked about this in the employee series. I don't find it acceptable if my employees are being rude to other employees or to clients. It's not not acceptable, I get it. Listen, I get to deal with the worst end of things, right? Like if we leave someone's gate open the second time and their dog gets out and they're mad at us, um, I take the heat for that. You just go over there and close the door and I'll handle it. You know, tell them, hey, go talk to Caleb, go talk to the boss, go talk to the manager and we'll handle this. This is what we get paid more to do. You just do your thing. Be polite to people. And if you can't be polite to people, you got a temper and you want to lash out and we lose accounts and, and people say bad things about us, you're going to get yourself fired. So uh, making sure that your guys are treating people well as well. and uh, But obviously you as the business owner, it's going to be definitely the uh, the hardest thing is um is you because you're you're emotionally attached and, and you're kind of you're kind of a part of it and you're you're in that so hope you guys appreciated that content I know it's nothing like super solid um, let me see actually I might have do, do do customer service policies would you look at that all right well I thought we were gonna we we're gonna shut it off now we got two more minutes two more minutes guys so customer service policies are stuff that my business does. We reply to all uh, current client text messages within 24 hours or less on weekdays plus Saturday. Uh, so I include work on Saturday just to get back to them, give them that little bit of edge where other uh, companies might not. Reply to new client text messages within 12 hours, so half the amount of time for new clients. I know you're like, oh, it's so terrible to your old clients. The old clients, they understand. They understand that we're busy, whereas new clients, they just.